1: Hello, Lakers Nation. Sean Davis here for you your home for everything Lakers. Filling in for Trevor Lane tonight. Trevor and uh, Ron Gutterman are in Vegas covering the game live. So I'm filling in for tonight. And man, oh man, we had a ton of fun watching the game live with all of you over on our playback stream. So I appreciate everybody that tuned in, watching the game live with myself and Matt Peralta. A ton of fun, a great game. We're going to dive into all of that. Uh, before we get started, I want to thank all of you guys for tuning in and coming in from YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Welcome. And as always, we have a ton of fun breaking this one down. Joining me tonight is a good friend of mine who's a Chiefs fan, unfortunately, Mark Gunnels. man, Mark, how you doing, bro? Hey,
2: I am doing good, man. How about you?
1: I'm doing all right. We had a fun game to watch, and uh, get, I'm really excited to break this one down with you. Um, really quickly, a, a great question to get things started for us, Mark, is uh, from... John Johnson with the Super Chat. I know it's preseason. No need to overreact, but am I the only one slightly worried about our center rotation?
2: Um, I wouldn't say you're the only one. I'm a slightly little bit worried as well. But I do think if you start AD at the 5, you have a good foundation there. Obviously, you could rotate a lot of guys at the 4 as well, uh, obviously with LeBron and others. But, uh, I mean, I, I like kind of what I saw tonight. Uh, Winyan Gabriel obviously is undersized. He started at the 5 tonight, but I thought he showed a little – Fight in there. I wish he would have grabbed some more rebounds, but I think he did pretty good defensively, all things considered. And then you had Damian Jones get in there as well. So, I mean, I think they'll be okay, but a slight concern is fair.
1: Yeah, a slight concern. I think the concerns really generate from, you know, uh, Thomas Bryant. Thomas Bryant through two games, really not looking good. Um, I think that's where the concerns come from there. Uh, I'd rather not spend the whole time talking about trade, but here is a hypothetical trade from Ben with a super chat. Kendrick Nunn and Wendy and Gabriel, for Crowder, do the Pacers deal to win a ring? So, essentially, you get Jay Crowder, Buddy Healed, and Miles Turner added to this team for Russ and Kendrick Nunn. How much better is that Laker team? Talking hypotheticals, obviously.
2: Uh, I think they're better. I don't know if it moves the needle to say they're a legit title contender with that move, but they're better because obviously you have more floor spacing, obviously, with Buddy Hill and Miles Turner. And then Crowder is a guy's a three and D guy uh who brings some versatility on the wing and defensively. So I mean I think they get better for sure.
1: I agree. I, I do think they got better. Do think they get better rather with that trade. But let's talk about this game tonight, Mark, which was a fun game to break down. Uh, obviously, in the first half, the Lakers' offense was on fire, scored 69 points in the first half. Great number to have. Um, and then, well, they scored 46 points in the first half of the first game. The defense had some moments where, uh, it wasn't great, but some optimism. You're playing a really good offensive team that was fully healthy without your own best defensive player. Uh, things get a little sidetracked in the second half. We do go out to a big lead against their starters. Um, and then the, 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 the freshman team basically they lose the game by three by, by four points 119-115. Mark, what was your biggest takeaway from tonight's game?
2: The biggest takeaway for me, especially with that first unit, was the ball movement. I thought the ball was moving. I mean, they had so many assists. They had at one point. They had nineteen assists, I believe, to on twenty five made field goals, which is yeah. absurd. Uh, so yeah, that was the main thing for me because last year, too many times the ball was sticking in one player's hands and obviously guys weren't moving it was too stagnant and it was just a mess right so I love the pace they play with as well I thought after every miss they were pushing the tempo LeBron as either the lead man or as a guy trailing on the wing so I thought it was really good I thought that really stood out to me a lot and then the activity defensively I think LeBron set the tone and he, you know he has nights like this and you don't really expect it in the preseason but he he came tonight with the mindset, I'm gonna play defense. And when he does it, it's gonna generate throughout the rest of the roster when your leader does it, especially in a preseason game. They're like, wow, LeBron's playing hard, getting chased down blocks and deflecting passes. So I think he set the tone tonight. So yeah, those are the main things that stood out to me.
1: So before we even get to the other super chats, since you just brought them up, I think it's gonna be unanimous. And Mark, this might be your first time seeing you. So let's get into our superstar of the night superstar of the night. This is totally LeBron, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's
2: the easy one. The better question would be who's next in line, which I think was Austin Reeves. But yeah, LeBron clearly, what he had, what he, he had, 23 points in 19 minutes? Is that what he had? 20,
1: LeBron's stat line, 23 points, three rebounds, yeah. four assist on eight of 11 shooting from the field. There's only three misses were like from the logo, it felt like in yeah. 17 minutes. On the first half, like you mentioned, Mark, LeBron was spectacular, saying the tone on both ends. I think he had to, especially with uh, with no Anthony Davis. But I think Pat Bev stepped in and did a great job as well, setting the tone. Um, speaking of Patrick Beverly, uh, send Paul NFT with a super chat. Pat Bev, Reeves, LeBron, Gabriel, and AD looks like our best lineup. Russ was good when he played in Ham system. Then once he got going, he turned back to old Russ. Uh, let's focus on that first half of the super chat at the start, Mark. What do you think about this lineup potentially being one of our better lineups?
2: I like it. I do like it. Uh, the only skeptic, the only part I'm a little skeptic about is Wayne Gabriel. Um, I would sure. like to see AD at the five there, like it's the only true big man, quote unquote, and then just surround him with all shooters. So that would be my only gripe with that lineup. But, I mean, I like it, though, because I think Pat Bev showed a lot of great things tonight, like you said. I think he set the tone defensively as well, obviously doing a little barking and stuff like that. He's a pretty good standstill shooter. And I like the ball in his hands, too. I I like to see that a little bit more, especially when Russ is out there. I thought it was too much Russ and LeBron being the primary ball handlers when he was out there. I like to see a little bit more mixed of him as well.
1: I agree. Playboy Marcel with a super chat. The Lakers will trade for Turner. They made the right decision by not trading Russ. He's giving leverage back to the Lakers for this play thus far. I thought Russ played great in the first game. I thought tonight he had moments where you're like, Russ, that's what we were doing last year, and it didn't work out too well for you. But um, I feel like for the most part, overall, he was still making winning plays and he played well. But there are definitely moments tonight where I thought Russell Westbrook kind of got away from from the game script.
2: Yeah, there are definitely moments, and maybe my next statement is because he didn't play in the second half, really. So I would say it didn't feel like he got in the way that much today, right? <laughs> like there were, like you said, there were some moments, but I feel like for the most part, the ball was still moving when he was on the floor. He wasn't dribbling the ball, dribbling the air off the basketball, and just the only thing that's still frustrating about Russ right now is his inability to finish at the rim. There were like yeah. two or three times where I felt like he had a nice angle at the rim to finish and he just it just didn't happen
1: sean tate with a rather funny super chat ad said he was going to play 82 games and then he called off
2: (laughs) i don't think nobody's expecting ad to play 82 games
1: (laughs) yeah all right another super chat here rome makes overall great showcase from the lakers i agree Pacers deal doesn't guarantee a ring. It's not Kyrie, so stop pushing it. Well, nothing guarantees a ring in sports. If that's the case, sports wouldn't be fun. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I think, well, I know I think what he's saying, the closest thing to guaranteeing a ring. Yeah. But like you said, there's no such thing as that. So I mean, but I mean, at, at the same time, that doesn't mean you still don't try to improve your roster. So,
1: yeah, totally. We are Rip City, a thousand dollars on the line. Does Russ drop 40 once this year? I think so. Yeah, of course. As a Laker, yeah. I think so. He'll have one yeah. game where, at the very least, he'll have one game where he'll just go nuts in the dark. Yeah, he looks
2: like six, seven threes. And, yeah.
1: yeah. He was in the mood. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Andrew Muse with another Super Chat here. Starters looked fantastic. Russ was a team high, plus five. I see why they haven't been playing Huff. He killed us with Allison Crunch Time. Bad performance. No, you know what's funny about the end part of that Super Chat, uh, mark was lakers twitter was so angry like hey look why it is jay huff huff not playing huff in the,
2: game.
1: the last five minutes i feel like shut the entire lakers fan base up like oh okay that's why
2: bro i did a complete 180 on my timeline it went from jay huff season put in jay huff to oh he fooled me in the summer league he's not an nba
1: player <laughs> yeah like it was Dario Sarge, dude. Dario Sarge was giving him the business, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jerry with a super check. Kendrick Nunn is going to make this front office think long and hard this offseason. Yeah. I, and I hate to say this, but maybe the injury last season might have been a blessing in disguise to the Lakers organization. Because now you don't have to worry about Kendrick Nunn leaving. You get the, the choice to bring him back now. He does have a player option. You'll have his early bird rights as long as you don't trade them. So um, I agree. And from what we've seen, Mark, Kendrick Now looks like a guy that should be, you should want to keep around long term.
2: Yeah, he's a guy. I mean, I tweeted this earlier that I think Austin Reeves should be the starter, but I love Kendrick Null off the bench. I love that idea. I think he's a guy that can bring you instant scoring punch. He's a guy that you can put the ball in his hands and ask him to play make as well. He's a pretty good outside shooter. I, I don't see any downside to him being. In this rotation, and like you said, uh, the Lakers will have the option at the end of the year to see what they want to do. But yeah, I, I like him. I think he could be really, really uh, a vital piece to this team moving forward.
1: Absolutely, and I think he's actually a better defender than I might have given him credit for. Especially coming from Miami, like some way, he navigates screens and gets back in front of his man is uh, really impressive. Uh, John Drake with a super chat. When Russ is doing what Ham wants, screening, cutting, slashing, attacking the rim, he is a player, but he needs to commit to it. That's something I mentioned, Mark, a couple of weeks ago in the video about why Russell Westbrook could work in a Darwin Ham offense. And through two games, or rather two halves, because that's basically where Russ has played, he's done it. And he's looked really, really good in doing it.
2: Yeah, I mean, you got to give him credit. And give a lot of credit to Darwin Ham. I mean, he's a guy that I think players respect. He obviously played in the NBA before. I think that does matter to a certain extent. So, yeah, I think uh, Russ is buying in. Obviously, it was a lot of speculation going on this summer, but now he knows he's going to be on this team at least for the first half of the year. So, you know, I I do think there is something to that.
1: Absolutely. And uh, really quick, a quote from... Uh, Darwin Ham. I'm sure we're gonna talk about him via super chat just by a conversation. Darvin Ham is from our own Trevor Lane. Darvin Ham calls Austin Reeves a Swiss Army knight. I mean, I don't want to screw it. Let's let's get into it already. Right? Let's get into the starring star your role because there's two great options for this award tonight. Starring your role. I accidentally left a super chat up. Trevor, don't be mad at me. But um Mark. Both Reeves and Nunn, there's maybe another player you could throw in there, but who was the star in your role, the best role player of the night?
2: To me, it's clearly uh, Austin Reeves, considering what he did on both ends of the floor. Obviously, with the assist, the playmaking, just the IQ that he shows for such a young guy, which is something that still really impresses me as I watch him play, and defensively. I mean, how many tip balls did he get his hands on? How many deflections did he get? How many steals did he get? I mean, he it, it seems like he was always in the right position at the right time. So, yeah, to me, it's Austin Reeves.
1: I, yeah, I agree, I think. Uh, Reeves, his stat line, he had, what, nine assists. He was just, a, uh, just one assist shy of 10 assists. Uh, he finished the game with seven rebounds, nine assists, and six points. I believe he had, what, three steals tonight? I'm trying to find... Uh, yeah, three steals and two blocks off the reason. Another
2: three or four deflections as well. I know that's not a stat. Um, yeah. box score, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Definitely did all the little things tonight. And, uh, man, n- not taking anything away from Kendrick Nunn, who was great as well. 21 points in 19 minutes made four threes, but yeah, this was awesome. And talking about both of those guys. Uh, Mario Hernandez, so super chat none Reeves and LeBron came back strong after a lackluster performance. Ham looks to have this team in control and listening, unlike Vogel. Definitely, yeah
2: I, mean, yeah, I think there's some truth to that. I mean, obviously, there was time for a new voice, you know, you could tell that the team tuned out Frank Vogel for the most part, especially during that second half of last season. So, I think there was time for a fresh new voice in the locker room, and like I mentioned before. Having a guy that's played in the league before, a well-respected guy that came from a winning culture in Milwaukee as an assistant, I do think there is something to that, and guys respect it. So yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and we've said this a lot on the show, and as in, in even our in our own uh, Laker Nation group text, it doesn't matter how good of an X's and O's coach you are, which I do think Frank is, especially defensively, but once your guys don't buy in anymore. They're not listening to you. You lose the locker room. Then it, it it's time for a change. And uh, clearly that was, that's what was happening with uh, Frank Vogel last year. Miguel with a super chat, seeing what Dwayne Bacon brought to the second unit and made it seem like we need another shot creator in order for that unit to be successful. Lonnie could be coming back soon enough. seems like Lonnie might be back tomorrow, but, but Mark, how big of an impact do you think Lonnie Walker could have on this team?
2: I think he could have a pretty good impact. I mean, The shot creation, I know his three-point percentage numbers aren't that great, but I do think on this team it can improve considering the quality of looks he should get uh, depending on the lineups that he in. And also I do think there is upside defensively. I know he wasn't that good (laughs) defensively in his previous location, but I do believe he has the physical makeup to improve defensively. not saying he's going to be an all-world defender, but I think he can improve for sure.
1: Yeah, I do agree. I do think this team does miss Lonnie Walker uh, to a certain extent. But I don't know, man. I, I'm just really curious to see how, when you bring Lonnie and when you bring down Shooter back into the frame, how the guard rotation, how the guard minutes are going to be uh, evenly distributed. Because it's a lot of guards if you haven't been uh, paying attention. Uh, John Drake with another super chat. Gabriel's been a true bright spot. Thomas Bryant's been a disappointment. I think Jay Hub should get his spot. A rare Jay Huff uh, compliment after tonight's performance. But, um, yeah, Thomas Bryant has not been good. He didn't play that well in the first game. I thought he might have been a little bit worse tonight. Is it time to ring the alarms on Thomas Bryant, or are we uh, being a little bit more calm, even though because it's still only, what, two preseason games?
2: Yeah, I'm saying I'm I'm pressing the yellow button here, the caution button. Let's, let's calm down a little bit. I think Thomas Bryant's going to be fine. Like you said, a rare Jay Huff compliment, <laughs> which you haven't, haven't seen tonight on the TL at all. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I think Thomas Bryant's going to be fine. I'm not worried yet, but I mean, obviously he hasn't played well through two, through two games.
1: Yeah. Let, let, let's keep it up with the optimism here. Another super chat Pat Bev and Dennis Schroeder backcourt will be pesky on defense, man. That sounds like a really good defensive backcourt.
2: Yeah. It's undersized though, but it, it's still really good, um, That would be interesting to see, right? Because, like I said, they're two small guards. But it depends on who the the matchup is. It's one of those type of situations. So, yeah, I mean, but both guys definitely get after it. Uh, You can switch them on and off. And who do you want as the point of attack on defense? So it would be fun. It would be fun. It would be exciting. And talk about those fast breaks when those guys uh, force some missed shots.
1: Yeah. Uh, Captain Chevrolet, I was there, so I'm totally happy tonight. Well, uh, let me know if you ran into Trevor. Make sure Trevor said hi to you. Uh, <laughs> Roger Dodger was super chat. Although Phoenix won tonight, I feel like the Lakers morally beat them down. Think about it. Does it almost feel like Devin Booker came up with the mind so that tonight was going to be an easy dub? Um, I don't know, man. I think the Phoenix Suns might be reeling a little bit. They lost to the, the 36ers the other night. They were losing to the second unit of the Lakers with their starters on the floor. They were down what 13 at one point with their starters still on the floor. Um, I don't know. There, there aren't, there's really no such thing as a moral victory, but if there was one, I think you have to pre- feel pretty daggone good about tonight's game, even though you lost.
2: Well, I, I will push back on that. I think in the preseason, there is such thing as a moral victory because your starters only play one half, right? So you can't really judge it off wins and losses at this point in the season. So I do think there is a moral victory there for the Lakers.
1: John Drake here with our Super Chat. Don't trade Russ for Turner. I think the hype, I think with the hype for next year's draft, a better trade will open up. I'm watching the Bulls to be a seller. That's an interesting take. Uh, The Bulls definitely going through their own fair share of injury woes. Lonzo Ball dealing with that knee issue. And that team definitely didn't look the same without Lonzo. But that's definitely an interesting take. Not a lot of people have been saying, you know, don't trade Russ for Turner. So that's definitely an interesting one. And kind of blows right into this one away. Uh, this Justin in, Braun's still good at basketball. Yeah. <laughs> Expert analysis. analysis.
2: Hashtag analysis.
1: I was just going to say that, actually. You, you read my mind. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> it's almost like we're finishing each other's. Oh, you didn't say it. See, great job. Oh, man, my bad. I missed it. Andrew in and our super chat, Marcus Hall is way better than Thomas Bryant. I think Marcus Hall gets a bad rap for his year that he had in L.A. I thought he did some really good things. But, uh, yeah, again, two preseason games. But so far, Thomas Bryant's not looked good. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. All right. So one of the things I wanted to talk about, Mark, tonight was the the fit on the floor and how the offense has looked. How would you evaluate the Lakers off-se- the Lakers offense? Excuse me uh compared to what our expectations were coming into the season or the preseason are you more impressed uh, about the same or you kind of underwhelmed or what's your temperature on the lakers offense so far through two games
2: oh i'm I'm impressed i'm impressed and obviously we haven't even seen the full team yet obviously you're still missing guys like dennis schroeder uh lonnie johnson as we mentioned ad didn't play tonight so it's still incomplete. So I would say it's incomplete, but with it being incomplete, I'm still impressed. Because like I like I said before, the ball movement, especially tonight, was really, really good, man. I love the pace they played at. There wasn't no, I'm dribbling the ball for 10 to 14 seconds, and then now I got to scramble and force a shot up. That's not good. I felt like guys were moving around. Guys were cutting to the rim. It, it, it was beautiful basketball to watch. Like, it was actually enjoyable. And maybe last year was so bad from a, 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 a viewership standpoint that the bar was so low that I'm actually just happy to see compensate offensive <laughs> basketball. <laughs> like, didn't you kind of feel that way tonight? Like this yeah. is actually like clean basketball.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. you need indeed
1: yeah the even with like the second unit where you're not even expecting much it, that was probably better offensive basketball than we saw at all last season so <laughs> the bar is definitely uh set really really low but i do agree with pretty much everything you said like you said the ball movement i thought the execution for game two was a lot better than game one maybe that's something that darwin looked at the film and have them work on and uh maybe shoot around or something like that but uh yeah, I'm definitely impressed. And Ben with super chat. If we trade Russ, I wouldn't want to lose Kendrick Nunn as well. Trade anyone else for a three and D, not him. He's very valuable if he plays like that all season, which we know he's capable of. And to add on to that, um, again, if Kendrick Nunn plays well, then uh, you can bring him back. You can give him your early bird rights, which would be, what, I think up to $13 million? I think that's right. Uh, but yeah, you can extend him, which definitely think you would want him to uh to do so
2: yeah no 100 percent, 100 percent. i was really impressed with him tonight it looked like the old kendrick nunn so i was really excited i'm glad laker fans got to see that
1: yeah i'm glad we actually got some film on him I've the only film breakdowns i could do last year was on his uh you know great attire <laughs> choices like there, <laughs> there wasn't any there was none pun intended uh yeah dustin Christy should have stayed at MSU. He ain't ready. I think the temperature changes in Lakers fandom a lot. Like, I feel like after game one, if you asked somebody how they felt about Christy, it was the exact opposite. Like, oh, Christy looks great. He looks like he could contribute right away. And he didn't look that great tonight, offensively especially. Especially, um, Defensively, though, he still played well. I think he, he was just fine defensively.
2: Yeah, this is an overreaction. I mean, you're going to have nights like this. The ball just it just wasn't going in for him, but it, his shots still look good. He always has good form. It looks the same every time. So with guys like him, I don't really worry about shooting nights like this because it won't be the norm. It's an anomaly. But like you said, he just—he still played good defensively.
1: Roberto over to Super Chat here. We got ham and bacon. All we are missing now is eggs. It's not breakfast time yet, but uh, I, I am hungry. I'm hungry for some Laker wins, as uh, the Xbox Junkie75 with 75 says. No AD, no shooter, no Walker, no Troy Brown, and only 17 minutes of LeBron. Well, the Suns played Booker and Aiden after the half. Chill. This was a positive game. Whoa, well, now, any, you can't say the word positive in Lakers fandom. I'm joking, guys. Uh, no, I, I agree wholeheartedly. I thought this was a really positive game. As LeBron also said post game, no, this was a game that where Lakers took the step in the right direction. Mark and I definitely think you know Lakers looked good out there with their starting unit.
2: Yeah, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. I mean, if you're a Lakers fan tonight, you should be happy. Uh, there should be no really negative things to say overall. You looked at how they played tonight, the sense of urgency, especially for a preseason game. I thought it was really good. It didn't feel like a normal preseason game to me. But like I said before, it all started with LeBron setting the tempo early. I think um, he does that selectively, especially after the way they played Game One. You know, it, you know, LeBron reads everything and sees everything. So he was like, "Okay, let me let, let me let the Lakers fans feel a little good tonight. Let me come out have an extra bounce in my step." And he put on a show, man. I,
1: I'm 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 not gonna play tomorrow, so let me know. Uh, let me give the fans exactly. something to enjoy He's it. all
2: he's cal- You know, he's so calculated. He's so calculated.
1: Uh, ball hawk sports entertainment super chat i love our defense. how our defensive energy looked and i saw some nice backdoor cuts being made i'm more optimistic about the season now it's only two games it's only two games but i'm going to take a small victory lap a so small one because so far in terms of how the offense is looking from a schematic and x's and O standpoint and even how defensively the lakers have looked i think i've been pretty spot on so i'm going to take a small victory lap Two game two preseason games if, at that. So small sample size, not gonna say really too much, but uh uh it was a ton of fun. And uh this is a, a good rib at you, Mark. I didn't want to say anything uh, oh, while we were going live, but uh ball hawk sports, he paid a super chat to say this. I'm looking forward to seeing Lonnie Johnson next game.
2: Oh, <laughs> I did say Lonnie Johnson,
1: didn't I? I wasn't <laughs> gonna say it live because I feel like that'd be like make you look bad, but yeah. <laughs>
2: You know, that's a, I think that's a football player. I think that's what happened. That's a, He plays for somebody. Yeah. Lonnie Walker, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, Wilson with a super chat. Bacon looked better than Christy Bryant and Swider. Again, kind of an overre- overreaction. Bacon did play well tonight, um, but I, I don't think he's up better. All right. Last rib of June, Mark. Jason with a, just a regular comment. Lonnie Johnson is better than Magic oh, Johnson. Oh, my God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> was that a super chat?
1: No, that was a regular comment. Was, so you guys
2: are paying to rip me. Like, this <laughs> is crazy.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, man. All right. Here's the super chat, guys. None's a keeper. Russ still needs a go. Imagine his team with Conley Beasley and gaze defense and shooting. Wow. Um, I'm i sorry, that's the way I, I visioned that. Wow. But um, I don't know, man. I think I think you might with these three particular players, I think you might get worse personally. Like, Rudy Gay at this stage of his career isn't the same defender as he once was. If anything, he's probably barely average if he is average. Malik Beasley is okay. Oh, okay, Malik Beasley a fine player. Then Mike Conley, the contract is a major no-no. I mean, Mark, am I crazy in thinking that the Lakers might get worse here and they shouldn't do this deal with these players?
2: No, I don't think you're crazy. This doesn't really move me much. You get really two old guys and Conley and Rudy Gay. And then Beasley, like you say, he's a fine player, good shooter, but eh, it, it doesn't really get me excited.
1: Yeah. Just, uh, like, I mean, how bad would the season have to be for you to do this trade? Like, or, or is, is there a, some weird outcome where you do this trade? I, I don't know how the season would have to go for you to do this trade.
2: <sighs> yeah, I can't even think of a scenario that it would make sense. I really can't.
1: Yeah, like... I'm really uh, trying to just, think,
2: like, even if you start off slow and things aren't going well, like, why would you do this trade? Like, I don't I don't know.
1: Yeah, that, that still wouldn't even be the trade you each pull. So, I'm totally in agreement there. Um, Another thing I want to mention that I think is going to get undershadowed here tonight is how good defensively the Lakers did look without Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis was a, a, a late-scratch Uh, They're, they call her, they are calling it rather, Um, you know, just dealing with the same lower back tightness that he was on the injury report for last game, Uh, playing it safe. Darby, I'm saying they have three games in four days. Uh, So giving him the off night, probably not going to play tomorrow night either just as precaution. If this was regular season game mark, I assume he'd be all right. But I mean, how impressive was the defense tonight with the first unit, especially even without Anthony Davis.
2: Yeah, it was real impressive. I mean, especially considering that you didn't really have any rim protection. You started yeah. winning a Gabriel, obviously really small at the center position there. And I thought the guards were really active. I thought they had active hands tonight. I thought they were jumping into passing lanes. And, yeah, they were moving their feet. They were fighting through screens. That How about that one block that uh, Austin Reeves had on Chris Paul? After uh, he fought, fought through that screen and he trailed him and, and reacted and blocked, I thought that was really nice.
1: Yeah speaking of lebron blocks this might be our master lock at some point how did lebron's block get called back earlier in the game that that was disrespectful you're 20 he <laughs> has to get that call
2: yeah that was crazy yeah but yeah man lebron was active uh he's trying to get chased down blocks and everything man
1: great game from lebron sean mr steal your girl davis uh Welcome back, as always, with the occasional super chat. We have a team here. All we need is better three-point shooting, better defense, better rebounding, better free throw shooting. No injuries. There's a team here. Okay. Uh, that That's a lot to go right there. Um, I think some of those things, though, uh, are, are realistic. I think already defensively you're looking at a really good unit. Um, the three-point shooting, I think the looks are there. I think he's got to hit them. Like, I, I think the, the spacing and how the offense flows, you're able to get, you know, some, some really quality looks there. But, uh, I think like Pat Bev missed a couple of great looks tonight. Reeves missed a look like, I think it just comes down to, you know, making the threes that they're getting, because they're getting some really nice looks.
2: Yeah. Sorry. My son is going crazy in the background right now. I know you guys can hear that. <laughs> oh, no, You're
1: good, bro. You're good. Yeah. Um, uh,
2: but, uh, Yeah, man, they were getting some really good looks based on the the movement of the ball and the pace, man. I keep talking about the pace; it was really, really impressive tonight. I just can't stop raving about it because I really we haven't seen it. We didn't see it last year. We didn't see that much ball movement. So I mean, if they continue to play like that, I think guys will get more in rhythm, and you get get guys more open looks, and I think that'll make it a lot easier for obviously the the big three in LeBron, Westbrook, and AD.
1: Off topic, but Mark with the super chat here. Off topic, but Mark, do you agree that the that Kansas City needs an NBA team?
2: Uh, yeah, of course. I mean, you know, Kansas City is a real good sports market. Got the Chiefs, obviously, the best football team in the in the, in the country in the in America right now. Uh, you got the Royals; they're struggling, but I mean, we have the college basketball Hall of Fame there. Got the T-Mobile Center downtown. You got the Kansas Jayhawks and college basketball. People love so. A lot of KU and guys honestly, this, and this year and year. college
1: football. Huh? And college football this year. Yeah, honestly. college KU's
2: ranked in football now. So, I mean, hey, the, the Kansas City area is popping right now, man.
1: Mr. Free6 with a super chat. How do you see Darvin Ham integrating Dennis Schroeder and Lonnie Walker? Dennis, does, like, I, I, I think it's rather easy to, to squeeze Dennis Schroeder in the rotation. Lonnie Walker is where the question starts to come back up and where it's just something we're going to have to see on the floor. Because uh, you know Lonnie's going to play. Because you paid Lonnie your taxpayer mid-level exception. He's the only player you gave the money to where you could have maybe added on another year to go get Alda Porter Jr. or Bruce Brown. You chose to go one year, no player option, um, to go get Lonnie Walker. So I don't know how they're going to do it. Maybe as another Mike Wobble score off the bench. But I feel like that role might be occupied with Kendrick Nunn. So I think personally, Marcus just got to be a. We just have to see it on the court. I don't think there's a way in our minds we can envision that one working.
2: Yeah, because there's so many different ways that Darvin Ham can go with this roster, and there's a lot of moving parts. Obviously, a lot of guards as well. So it's going to be very interesting to see how deep his rotation is to start the season because he's going to be playing around with a lot of stuff. Don't be surprised if you go 11, 12 deep. start the year but i would expect as the season goes on that rotation tightens to about nine or ten guys at most
1: a really good super chat here i'm really curious and i think we could talk about this uh in depth especially after tonight what should the top eight look like dennis won't play so i'm assuming they're saying like hey if dennis is out long term what does the top eight in the rotation look like? I'm assuming, let's start off, let's just take LeBron, AD, and Russ out of it. So you now have five players. That's why Amy rotations are so tough. But, Mark, who are the five players outside the big three? You're like, mm. they have to play no matter what.
2: Okay, Austin Reeves for sure. I think that goes without saying. Kendrick Nunn, Damian Jones, Lonnie Walker, and not counting Dennis. Oh, Patrick Beverly. Patrick
1: Beverly. Yeah. Okay. that's Did what I miss somebody? Out. Did I miss uh, somebody? No, I'm a little surprised you said Lonnie. I'm not going to lie to you. I could take Lonnie
2: out for somebody, I feel like. That's the only one I was a little skeptical about.
1: You could have said JTA for some more wing depth. Eh, you could have said Troy again for some more wing depth. Um but no, I think like the bigger guys that we need, like you got the big three already: Reeves, none, Damian. and I think Damian you need him just for the for the size and the fact he's actually been.
2: So kind yeah, I think of, there's only four that you can say for sure. That fifth one's kind of up in the air. Is is that fair to say?
1: Yeah, I think I think if the super chat was like, what's our top ten look like? It's a lot easier because then JTA is definitely in it. There's no question about Lonnie because again, he has to you have to play him because of the money he's making. But again, I think this is why the Dennis Schroeder signing was just so weird and so confusing because without Dennis, the the roster, while it's not great, it still, it makes a little bit more sense because then they're like, okay, there, there's one, one less player. You have to worry about getting minutes and Dennis is going to play, you presume. Yeah. But now you have to worry about Dennis Schroeder and that the minutes going to have to come from somewhere. And then you have Rapalinka saying this is a guard league now, which is just so false. So <laughs> it's a wing league, man. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who thought he would ever. Yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> going back to the same super chat, talk about Conley Beasley and Gay. Conley and Beasley are great shooters and decent defenders. Eh, marginally okay defenders. Gay is a great 10 minutes a night, savvy vet wing. For one pick, this would be certainly good. I'm not even trading a pick for this deal. I'm probably saying this no picks. I'm not trading a pick for this deal. Yeah, then if
2: I make that deal, I don't want Gay to only play 10 minutes a night. Yeah. <laughs> like you got to at least give me 20. Like 18 at least.
1: Yeah. Like I'm not. Like, and I'm I'm not, I'm not doing the deal though. And I'm not you a pick.
2: No, absolutely not. Absolutely. Straight up.
1: Straight up, maybe. Straight up, maybe. Uh, this is a regular comment I, I do want to bring up because LeBron made a comment about this. Uh, Adam Alexander, Kansas City, Seattle, and Las Vegas should have an NBA team. Throw Cincinnati in there too. Um, but LeBron made a comment tonight on the live show. I'm not on the live show, in, in the post game, uh, basically where he, he tells Adam Silver, or like makes a statement up towards Adam Silver saying, like, Hey man, I want that team in Vegas. Please, thank you. So LeBron still very adamant about getting that team in Vegas. I mean, should they just hold it off? Hold it off till LeBron retires. Let LeBron be the owner of that team. That'd be awesome.
2: Yeah, I think it's gonna
1: happen, man. I really do.
2: I feel like there's a lot of momentum in that direction. And they're already talking about moving or getting two more teams to make it 32, like the NFL. So it's gonna be Vegas and Seattle, unfortunately. Um, uh, you know, Kansas City deserves one, but it's okay. I'm I'm glad to see my Kansas City people in the chat today, man. This is awesome.
1: It's, it's where, where you, those are
2: Cincy folks, man.
1: There's already enough Chiefs fans in the world. Like, <laughs> gosh. <laughs> Alex F with a super chat. Russ looked good out there. Do you think Trevor is nervous about his bet that if Russ shoots 38% from three, he has to wear a Russ jersey on every show? Okay, that wasn't the bet. You're, that the, the end part, you had on your own. The bet was... If Russ shoots 38% from three, I believe in the first 10 games, he has to wear a Russ jersey on a show. Not in the every first 10 show. games. Yes, I think it's the first 10. I believe it's okay. the first 10. Um, okay. um not every show, guys. I think Trevor would go crazy if you had to wear a Russ jersey every single game. Who knows? But <laughs> Hey, we're I'm I'm we're rooting for Russ to play well. Not because Trev has to wear a jersey, but because when Russ does good, more often than not, the Lakers are probably gonna do well as well.
2: Yeah, but uh I don't think he's gonna shoot 38% for the first 10 games.
1: Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I tried to get Trevor to knock it down. I was like, oh, let's do like 36. 36 said, no, it gotta be 38. Okay, fine. We'll yeah, 38. like 38 is
2: definitely <laughs> the odds are in Trevor's favor.
1: Definitely a in Trevor's player. Uh Jermaine with the super chat here. Will it be worth it to re-sign Russ next year on a tradable team-friendly contract? We will have better leverage for the two first-round picks next year. Why, why why, are we bringing Russ back? <laughs> for what? No, no, no. Unless no. you win a title, why are you bringing Russell Westbrook back? Yeah. Literally. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Mark is uh, definitely on the, <laughs> nope, Pass pass Indeed. on that major pass just like how seattle passed on the goal line um <laughs> here's another super chat i think the lakers should trade for cam reddish six eight wings solid defender and shooter if the lakers were to lakes with a trade for him what would be your trade scenario first off i think the lakers have tried but mark cam reddish around six million dollars there's only one guy and that'd be kendrick nunn that could kind of get a deal done there are you willing to trade k nunn to go get a cam reddish
2: I would do that. I would do that because Cam Reddish is a wing. He's a versatile scorer. He has put defensive potential with his size and his wingspan. So, yeah, I would do that considering how many guards you have on your team already. Obviously, bringing in Dennis Schroeder, you know, you can make the argument. There's really not a need for Kendrick Nunn if you make that trade. So, yeah, I would do that. I would take a flyer on Cam Reddish.
1: No super chat here. Love Laker Nation. Love the Lakers. Welcome site, Mark. I oh, appreciate it.
2: Hey, shout out, man. I love it. I love it.
1: No super chair. Baker should make the team. His team looks good for the starters or rotation players getting better every game. And that's the bigger thing, guys. I, I try to emphasize this after game one, and I got ripped the shreds because Laker fans didn't want to hear any of it. But this is coming from since I do, do coach. When you are scrimmaging, when you are playing in preseason, the only thing that really matters is if you got better. Not if you won the game. It's cool if you win the game, but that's not as important as, uh, like, did we get better? The Suns won the game tonight, but the Suns didn't get better. The Lakers lost but still got better tonight. That's what's really important. And the Lakers, I I do think they are getting better every single game.
2: Yeah, like you said, wins and losses don't really matter at this point in the season. It's about player evaluation. Uh, Seeing who coaches can trust. You know, putting guys in certain situations so you can kind of lean on that later in the season or like, OK, I remember I had him in this situation in the preseason. He did well, obviously, right. just the preseason. But that matters for coaches. Right. To gain that trust and this an opportunity for these guys to potentially get in the rotation and find some
1: minutes. Absolutely. Uh, this is a very interesting three team trade in the wake of what happened today in Golden State. Uh, three-team trade, Golden State gets Miles Turner, the Pacers get Russ, and the Lakers get Draymond and Buddy Healed. I- I'm pretty sure everybody says no. Uh, maybe not the Lakers. I think the Lakers say yeah. No, the Lakers
2: come out pretty good in that situation. But yeah. I don't know why uh, Indiana would do that. <laughs> uh, I don't know why the Warriors would do that, especially. So, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you already have James Wiseman
1: why do you need miles turner enough with the kansas city hype please like let's oh stop. my gosh this is
2: amazing i love this
1: kansas city ain't that good y'all i quit i quit i quit hey, uh, hey calm down <laughs> joe smith for super chat trade russ for luca cuban would do that right yeah for sure but let's let's just get cuban on shark tank you know give him a couple of drinks you know make sure he's uh not (laughs) competent (laughs) and let's get the deal done oh man the super chat gets crazy man oh yeah man it's uh it's hilarious all right uh we're kind of running behind on super chats but i wanted to get to this before we uh before you have to run mark so let's get into it the master lock of the night a ton of things that could potentially be the master lock so let's dive into the master lock of the night master lock of the night All right, Mark, what was your master lock of the night?
2: I want to know yours first.
1: Ah, so you throwing it back to me. So I'm I'm going to, you know, be a nice friend. I'm going to do Matt a solid. Jay Crowder. Matt's not on the show, but Jay Crowder, just because he's on the Suns. Whenever we play the Suns, don't care. Jay Crowder. Uh, all seriousness, if I had to pick something, um, I don't know, the refs are kind of annoying. I feel like they're... Some foul calls that were left off the board. So I don't know. Let's go with the refs. But Jay Crowder, <laughs> Jay Crowder didn't even play tonight. Jay Crowder.
2: Oh, wow, he's getting a straight. and he didn't even play tonight. That's the crazy. That's crazy.
1: Shout out the optimists.
2: But you know what's crazy though about the refs? How about that 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 new rule? How about that as a master lock? Can I say that the new rule, the bench rule?
1: What the? Uh...
2: Remember when um, I forgot who it was that was clapping on the sideline? Remember they got teed up for oh, like, yeah. walking on the court a little bit. That's like a new rule that's enforced this year. You know that? Yeah, like That's kind of weird. I don't like that. Yeah. And I blame, actually, the Dallas Mavericks for this. Because <laughs> remember, they were always standing up, always getting on the court, like every single possession last year. This is the Dallas Mavericks. in the playoffs. For- yeah, bro, it was crazy. They, they never sat down. Never.
1: Right. Sit down. That's what the that's what the seats are for. The very nice seats behind you guys. Um, <laughs> if I had to pick another one, out, I think Thomas Bryan might be worthy of it. I don't think he was good at all tonight. Like, yeah, I mean, you know. yeah, he's
2: the easy choice. I didn't want to just pile on him because he. What about Jay? What about Jay Huff? What
1: about, about Jay Huff? Jay Huff. What about the the timelines? Uh, instant one eighty of their opinion on Jay. Yeah, Huff? it
2: went from why is Jay Huff not playing to. He's not an NBA player. He fooled me in the summer league. <laughs>
1: right, like oh, oh Lakers why, nation, man, gotta love him. Why is Jay Hub not playing? Oh wait, no, never mind. Never mind, guys. <laughs> that, that's why. Uh, Isaac went with a super chat again. Okay, never mind. St. Louis needs a team way more. We are way more better than Kansas City. Uh, <laughs> Mark with a thumbs down.
2: Couldn't even keep your NFL team. Get out of here.
1: Jeez, oh. Uh, my man's catching strays out here. Um, man, shut up with the super chat. Rudy Gay is 137 years old, and folks still thinking about him from 2013. Folks have to chill, and the move has to be made. We have five guards, and most of them are undersized. I didn't know yeah. people could still play basketball at 137 years old, but uh, yeah, that's amazing. I mean,
2: my gosh, talk about
1: longevity. <laughs> the, this, this guy has, has LeBron. B. LeBron has
2: nothing on that.
1: Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. LeBron needs to get in shape. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> I can't even say on a straight face. Uh oh, was chat. <laughs> right. Uh Russ played well tonight. None as well. Keep bacon. What was your hey, evaluation man. overall on Russ tonight? I feel like we haven't talked enough about Russell Westbrook.
2: Um, it was a typical Russ night. I mean, he started off actually looking really good the first what, six-seven minutes. Made a couple threes, had that uh four-point play opportunity. I thought he played pretty solid defense for the most part, but then there was those rust plays, those boneheaded turnovers, uh forcing things we don't need to, not finishing at the rim. So yeah, I mean it, he was okay. I'll say he was okay.
1: I agree. I thought I thought he played a lot better in the first game, but this was just it, it was an all right rust game. All right, Ruskin. LeBron definitely stole the show tonight. Uh, Matthew Daniel with Super Chat. What's your guys' take on trading for Buddy Heald and Miles Turner? I personally am now in the camp of, no, you don't do that deal.
2: Why? Why are you in that camp?
1: For one, I feel like the Pacers are now starting to operate from a place of desperation. Uh, for starters, and the fact that they have been so unwilling to back down and not even like give up second-round picks in return – is also a massive red flag. And then also, man, I think you've been so much on board and so you've been preaching how much you think Russ can fit in this scheme on both ends of the floor and how much Darvin Ham's going to get the best out of Russell Westbrook. And if you trade Russ after two games, you're basically admitting either A, you're a liar, or two, you're wrong. And I don't think that's a good look after two preseason games.
2: That's fair. I don't have much to push back on that. You explained that very, very well.
1: All right, Sean let's Spaces see. Davis. Sean Spaces Davis. Another uh, super chat here. The custodian PPJ. A three-team trade. The Lakers get Buddy Hood and Miles Turner. Cam Reddish from New York. Indy gets Russ, Wendy Gabriel, and two unprotected firsts. The Knicks get Max Christie in a second. I believe. Yeah, I don't know where that extra second's coming from. I don't know why it says second via New York, but... That doesn't work math-wise. I was going to
2: ask you. I don't think that works.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that deal doesn't work unless I'm missing something. The Knicks need to take back. Because I feel
2: like the Knicks aren't getting enough salary,
1: right? Yeah, the Knicks aren't getting enough salary back. Yeah. Cam's around six. Christie's, what, around two? So, yeah, there's nowhere cool. near enough salary. But overall, hypothetically... The Lakers probably say yeah. I I don't think. maybe Actually, maybe the Knicks do say yeah. They clearly don't really like Reddish. So why not get a kid with a ton of upside? All right, let's see what else we have here from our Super Chats. Rome makes. No other team is giving any two picks. Why not wait and let Russ race his value? Rob shouldn't immediately get robbed. Jeez. Uh, But no, this also kind of goes to my point. Mark, like, Russ's value is only going up. It can't go down anymore. He's already tarnished his value last season, and he's an expiring deal. His his value isn't going much further down. So I, I do agree with the Super Chat.
2: Yeah, and here's the, the thing. His value goes hand-in-hand hand with the health of LeBron and AD. And what I mean by that is the more the Lakers win, the better he looks even yeah. if he plays similar to how he did last year, but the Lakers are still winning games. He's putting up these stats, but they're winning. You know, a lot of his mistakes would kind of be overshadowed in a sense because they're still winning basketball games. So, yeah, that, I, do agree. I do agree with that take.
1: That is a really good point. Um, and actually, I'm really curious to get your thoughts on this as we're, we're talking about Russ again. You did a video as well in the past about Russ coming off the bench they haven't done that yet, why he should be the sixth man. They haven't done that yet, right? But tonight, we saw them play around with some lineups where it was so clearly Russ in the bench unit. They were staggering LeBron in, in Russ's minutes tonight, playing Russ a lot with the second unit. I think we saw a lineup of those Russ, Pat Bev, JTA, Wenyon, and then uh, maybe Reeves. Uh, so they're playing around a lot with Russ in the second unit. What Have you liked what you saw with that, or is that really not what you're envisioning with Russ off the bench?
2: Um, I didn't hate it. I, I think there was some positives to it, as far as you know, the idea theoretically, right? You want to have four shooters around Russ, so he has the ultimate floor spacing to drive and kick, right? Because he's still he's still a pretty good driver of the basketball. It's the finishing that's the issue. So um, yeah, I mean, there is ways you can incorporate that in the second unit, even if he does start. You know, stagger his minutes, obviously. You know, start the first six minutes of the first quarter and then what come back and maybe start the second quarter when LeBron's taking a rest and play with those second unit guys. I think it'll look a lot better when you have, uh, you know, Lonnie Walker back in the lineup and Dennis Schroeder whenever he comes back. I wouldn't even mind that uh, lineup, him in the backcourt with Dennis Schroeder at times. So I th- it can work. It can work.
1: Yeah, I, I do think it could work. And that's kind of what we saw tonight with the staggering of minutes, like you just mentioned as well. Play the first six minutes together with LeBron. Go out early. LeBron, I think, sub down round like four minutes or three minutes to go. Russ gets a quick breather. Russ comes back in, to the first quarter, starts the second with the bench. And then LeBron comes back in. So, definitely what we envision there. But uh, to wrap things up here, Mark, I a couple of questions for you. One, what are you looking for for the Lakers throughout the remaining preseason games? We got four games left, they got the Kings. To wrap things up, you yeah, the Timberwolves tomorrow night, the Suns, I believe the Warriors as well. What are you looking forward to uh, for the rest of the Lakers preseason?
2: So, I mean, obviously he probably won't play tomorrow, but in the near future when he does play again in the preseason, Anthony Davis, I'm looking forward to seeing him in those big lineups with, you know, Damian Jones, LeBron, even Austin Reeves at the two, and then Westbrook at the one. Like, I think that's an intriguing lineup I would like to see out there. Obviously, I still want to keep seeing the ball movement and the pace. I hope it's just not a one-off or a two-game thing. I want it to be a consistent staple of this team because I think that's how they can maximize this roster. You know, taking advantage of teams' defenses when they're not set, which obviously means you're going to have to get some stops. And they were flying around defensively. I think they did a good job of fighting through screens and not giving up on plays. I think I think even for being undersized, they battled pretty well on the glass tonight. They weren't uh, dominated that big of a margin so yeah i'm looking forward to just just to seeing that stuff um i want to see some more threes go down um obviously uh tonight was eh, it was okay it wasn't great it wasn't terrible but i like to see more threes fall and just uh guys attacking the rim more and more kick-out opportunities and going to the free throw line I, th- I think they did a pretty good job of that tonight as well going against the free throw line gotta make some more of them but i think they did pretty good overall
1: yeah, I, I think I agree with a lot of the stuff you said. Um, some of the chat's talking about, you know, the the defense for the Lakers. The Lakers held the Suns to so 37% from the field. Granted, Suns, I think, got a lot of offensive rebounds. They got 16 offensive rebounds. That's 16 potential extra possessions that the Lakers did not have. And, by the way, Lakers shot 82. They got 82 shot attempts up. The Suns got 105. So that's another reason why you get, hey, you get more shot attempts, you get more opportunities to put the ball in the basket. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I think I agree, man. Just more consistency, maybe the execution, picking up some more on the offensive end, um, and then defensively trying to solve some of the woes on the glass. And then, yeah, starting to play around with the rotation. you got to get Lonnie Walker back. You're going to get um, Dennis Schroeder back, hopefully during this uh, preseason run here. So, um, yeah, absolutely. And uh really quickly appreciate the super sticker. Uh, but, yeah, I, I think I agree. Yeah. Uh, in general, like just get some of these guys back, figure out what's your base rotation is for the start of the season and um yeah, just time some things up. But uh I'm definitely really, really excited, Mark. I'm a lot more excited than I was at the end of the preseason. I was the optimistic one out of our staff.
2: <laughs> no, me too, man. I really am. Uh, the style of play was really enjoyable tonight. I hope it stays a consistent thing that we see throughout the season because it'll make just even if you know I've obviously Lakers fans, the expectation is always title or bust and i understand that but considering how bad last year was i just want to see good clean basketball and anytime you have lebron and ad on your roster you have a chance against anybody you have a chance you have a puncher's chance so they're playing a style of basketball it should be really exciting to see throughout the season
1: yeah you definitely gotta have this style of basketball and I've said this in the past. We play them on opening night. The only two teams that scare me are the Clippers and Memphis in a playoff series. Like Golden State does not scare me. Um, And even then, those teams that I think do worry you a little bit, um, me personally, rather, like you mentioned, Mark, you have LeBron, healthy Anthony Davis, hell, even Russ. If he's playing this well, you have a really good shot. Might not be the favorite, but you have a really good shot. Just about anybody. I'm not going to say, I don't want to go too, too much further because last time we were on the show together, uh, I, I I said something that got me really criticized. So I'm going to stop it there on the Lakers' favorite stuff there. But uh,
2: There you go. Good job. You learned your lesson, man.
1: I learned my how lesson, yeah. What's funny is I didn't even say they won't like, – they couldn't win. I just said they weren't the favorites. That's all I said.
2: <laughs> hey, man, you know how Lakers fans can be sometimes. It's all, it's all tough love, though. It's all tough love. It's all tough love.
1: Yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> all right, guys. That's going to wrap things up here. Make sure you guys subscribe and hit that post notification bell here on the Laker Station YouTube channel. And uh, go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts, and subscribe to the Laker Station Podcast. Give us a five-star rating and review. It's the easiest way to help out the show. Mark, my man, so good to see you and have you on the pod. Appreciate you for hopping on, man, Post game.
2: Hey, man, anytime, bro, anytime.
1: All right, I'm going to steal Trevor saying here. Till next time, guys. See ya and stay safe.